players. Hello, Justice Mike. Players, welcome to episode number 23 of the Sports Plus Live podcast. I am Edgar Mr. A.K. Rodriguez, and this is the Michael Jordan, the GOAT. Another GOAT episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. You already know what we're going to talk about today. I don't have to tell you what we're going to talk about. Um, But first, it is snowing here. Right now, it is currently 4.52. Hey, Google, what time is it? It's 4.53. A.M. And um, old Uncle Edgar may have, like, broken or cracked or, I don't know, bruised a rib. Slipped outside late last night. Snow was fresh. It was icy from the the night before. And it took me like, I don't know, probably a good minute and a half to fall down. Because old Uncle Edgar still has a little bit of athletic bones in his body. But it wasn't enough. And I just... Oh, when I tell you I like planted right here. It did not feel good. Um, but I think it'll be okay if it gets any worse. Then I'm definitely gonna go into the doctors. Uh, but I don't think I don't think I don't think it'll go that far. It doesn't hurt. I mean, it's sore, but I don't think it's like I don't think I broke anything. I don't know. You never know. Maybe a little baby fracture or something like that. But who knows? It doesn't matter anymore. Um, but we are here, a day removed from the Super Bowl, and the Kansas City Chiefs has won. Their first Super Bowl in about 50 years. And um, it did not disappoint. I thought it was a really good game. Um, just like I said in the last podcast, I got pretty close. I didn't. I don't think I gave, me, I gave a, a winner on, um, on the last podcast. But I did um, predict the score to be... I'm going to have to pull it up, but I think I predicted it to be 22, 22 Niners to 30. I think it was 30 to 22 is what I predicted. I put it up on my uh, uh, my Instagram story. I'll, I'll, I'll put it up again if you guys want me to. Um, but yeah, I, I was pretty close. It didn't, it, was, it didn't look that way for at least three quarters. Um the Niners did a pretty good job of putting the Chiefs off, um, running all these jet sweeps, um, all these um, play actions. I don't even know what you call them. All these fake, I don't know, a bunch of different. They used they used a lot of receivers. They used a lot of running backs. They used yeah, I think even I mean, uh, George Kittle had a couple rushing yards. If I I'm not mistaken, which I probably am. Um, I'm probably just, just, I don't know, the game went by so fast. And then um, Shakira kind of threw me off for the rest of the game, but we are going to talk about that later. They did a pretty good job of, yeah, of making the Chiefs second-guess themselves. And Debo Samuel, man, that kid's going to be a problem. Moving forward, I mean, the kid, he's fast, he's good, he can catch the ball. Um, yeah, not much else to say, but he's just he was a very good threat, even though his numbers didn't show. 
but he um he was a big threat for the for the Niners. Um, let's see here. I have my little notes. I actually have notes this time. Um, <clears throat> Debo Samuel. We actually had three carries for 53 yards and then three catches for 59 yards passing. So not bad. No touchdowns, but he's definitely very effective rookie out of South Carolina. I believe he's, um, yeah, he's going to be, um, He's going to be a problem. <clears throat> but you also have to look at what the rest of his teammates did. Old Jimmy G was 20 of 31 passing, a 219 passing yards, and then one touchdown and two picks. So the two picks, I guess the, the first one was, I don't remember the first one. The second one was kind of just like, yeah, it didn't matter at that point, I don't think. Um, cause they were trying to come back, I believe. And, um, I think the, yeah, it was too late for that pick. It didn't matter. It was very, I guess not irrelevant, but somewhat irrelevant. Uh, like I said, that first half, they had did a good job putting him off. And that's, I think that's what made Jimmy G, um, successful, but he threw it to freaking damn near any, everyone is what it seemed like. And, um, I think he spread it out to, I think, eight or nine different players is what he did. I was going to check it out. But, but yeah, spread it out pretty well. Um, Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the 49ers, had a decent game plan, but I think they ran out of plays, to be honest with you. I don't know how many times they ran that jet sweep early in that first half. I mean, they did it quite a bit. Um let me take a look here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight different receivers for um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I didn't even think at one point he was going to be one of those receivers, but like, they ran that trick play, and I don't think Debo Samuel ended up getting a first down on it. But, yeah, I mean, he had good first half, but there's a tale of two halves. And even then, the... I guess I mean the tale of two halves. It was tale of three quarters, and then the fourth quarter collapsed. I guess is what it was. Going in the halftime, it was ten ten, and I think Mahomes had the only touchdown for the Chiefs going in the halftime. I know it was pretty crazy. I mean, Mahomes didn't threw two picks. I think had two touchdowns. And rushed for one or threw for one. I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, I kind of it was kind of hard for me to kind of catch up to the game. I'm trying to get the num the numbers here, the numbers here for old Patrick Mahomes, which was um, two hundred eighty six yards passing uh, on twenty six out of forty one. Twenty six out of forty two. So it was like. I don't know, above like 60%. I don't know, 7%. Can't do the math right now. Can't do the math with a crack rib. By the way, episode number 23, very fitting. MJ, flu game. Uncle Edgar, Edgar, Mr. AK Rodriguez. Crack rib game. Or crap, cracked rib podcast. 
I'm here, man. I ain't scared. Four, five in the morning. I'm still getting it. It doesn't even matter to me. Look at me. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Um, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes. But this definitely was a team effort, especially on the defensive side. They were able to get those stops down in the fourth quarter and um, get the ball into Mahomes' hands where I think, I mean, where they've thrived, thrived all playoffs. They've thrived kind of all season as well. Um, they are 3-0 and after trailing by 10 points or more. I think that's all in the playoffs. I don't know exactly, but dude, I can't believe it. Who does that? Who just lets their team? I mean, that's good. That shows good resilience. That shows Patrick Mahomes has cajones. 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 Get it? Um, I know. Corny joke is too early. But he, yeah, I mean, it just shows he's... He shows that he was worth trading up for in the draft. MVP the year before, Super Bowl MVP year after, and Super Bowl winner the year after. And the most important one, important, um, he broke the Madden curse. Not too many people break the Madden curse. Antonio Brown has the Madden curse for like two years now. He's holding that title. He's taking that L. Very self-inflicted, mind you. But he broke the Madden curse. Not too many people break curses. Only a few people have broke curses. Max Holloway broke the Drake curse. And then the Drake curse should have been abolished with the Toronto Raptors winning last year as well. But we digress. We're going backwards. Broke the Madden curse. Um... But yeah, he still threw two picks, so it wasn't very... He didn't look... He looked off for three-fourths of the game, three-quarters of the game. It just didn't look like Patrick Mahomes. Um, mostly, yeah, was, I think it was a defense. Like I, I mentioned before, the 49ers, the reason why they're as good of a defense as they are is because of that defensive line. That defensive line has been very, very stout. You know I like that word, stout. Um, oh, was it Nick Bosa? Nick Bosa um, played well, man. He got some homes the most, I think. Um, hit Mahomes, <clears throat> made it a problem for everybody, and um, I think that was a big deal because, like I said, the rest of the defense feeds off of that, and the rest of the defense is better because of that defensive line. Um, they played well. They played very strong, but they only played well for three quarters and something happened i don't know exactly what it is either it was play calling whether it was coaching whether it was mahomes seeing a couple things but um they got yeah they weren't mahomes wasn't getting hit as much travis kelsey was being more available by the way travis kelsey had only six catches 43 yards and one touchdown um that i think it was the I don't remember which one it was. It was one of the first ones. In the, it was one of the first ones in the fourth quarter, I believe. And then um, Tyreek Hill was ready available as well. Nine catches for 105 yards. So he did, I think Tyreek Hill did very, very well. Trying to get open, because you definitely could tell they were trying to get to Tyreek Hill. Gee, I don't know, on so many occasions in that fourth quarter. 
Um, he's the fastest dude on the planet. Like I said, he's one of the fastest dudes you guys out there in the NFL for sure. Probably one of the fastest dudes on the planet. Probably faster than most cheetahs. He has shown how, I mean, he's, he's become a security blanket along with Travis Kelsey for Patrick Mahomes. And it showed how important he is to this offense because you get Tyree Kill involved. There, you get Tyree Kill, who's very active. You know they're going to go to him. It's going to leave other things open, like Sammy Watkins. Like Sammy Watkins caught that long pass. Um, they both did, actually, in the that fourth quarter. That long pass to kind of set him up for that um, game-winning touchdown. Maybe was it? It was a touchdown. I can't remember. Like I said, it was a blur. I'm pretty sure it was a touchdown. But setting up, setting, set them up, um, got them all the way down there. Then also, yeah, pass interference down there at the at the uh, in the end zone, which is like I said, if you if you followed the podcast, you know about the podcast. Um, you know how I feel about that DB position, and. I mean that goes. I mean that right. That right there is just like, like how can, <laughs> like you're sitting there, oh uncle, oh shit, my ribs. You're sitting there, and you're all up in the. You're not even looking for the ball. You're just in front of the receiver. Thinking this time was Travis Kelsey. By the way, Travis Kelsey almost made that catch. Almost made that catch would have been ridiculous. All highlight films. Now he didn't make the catch one handed around the defender. The defender was all up in his grill. Hits him like he, you know, like he was like, "Oh, I didn't do anything." Did a lot of things wrong. Oh, he did a lot of things wrong, Chief. Um, but put out the one, and I think that's where Patrick Mahomes punched it in with that. I can't remember, but uh, they put it in. I can't remember a lot of things. Maybe it's my crack ribbed. Um, but yeah. I mean, Tyreek Hill is, like I said, Tyreek Hill is very important. Travis Kelsey is very important. But I think you got to look at someone else on that team who I thought was going to get the MVP um, over Mahomes. Um, I think should have, but it was Damian Williams. And I'm not cho- I'm not saying that because old Damian Williams from Oklahoma, you know I'm a big Oklahoma fan. That's not it. He has bailed that team out a lot. Um 17 carries and one rushing touchdown. I don't know how many times he, um, let me take a look here. He actually rushed four. 17 carries and 104 yards rushing. So over 104 yards rushing. And then he also received, I think, um, let's see here. Four catches for 29 yards and that touchdown at the end. So he was very, he was, I mean, he was more available in those first two, three quarters than anybody else was really um, for Pat Mahomes. And he played very well. And he, they all is like I said, this was a team effort all the way back from the defense, getting those stops on Jimmy G, getting those picks on Jimmy G, hitting Jimmy G um, in that fourth quarter, just making it uncomfortable for them. I don't know what happened in that second half for the nine, or actually I want to say the second half of that fourth quarter. I mean, they were, 
mean, they, 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 they had it locked. And then I don't know what happened. I just don't know. I don't even know if Kyle Shanahan knows it happened. Um, poor Kyle Shanahan, if you guys don't know, was involved in that Patriots-Falcons game where he was offensive coordinator, coordinator I believe, in the uh, Falcons organization at the time. And they ended up losing 28-25. Was that what it was? I can't remember what it was. Um, that's got to suck. They They didn't go for the kill. They went to... Um, it's almost as if it was like, if you guys ever watched Game of Thrones and then the mountain and Oberyn are fighting, Oberyn's smacking him up, pretty much has him dead to rights, but he just was talking too much, too much shit and wanted to get a confession out of him. And then that's when the mountain, um, grabs him by the head and crushes his head. It's kind of what it reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of that, like that part in Game of Thrones. Season three, maybe? I don't remember. I'll have to check it out. Um, that's what it reminds me of. They don't go for the kill. They were just like, I'm just going to let him die. No, I want more out of it. Um, they got away from what's working, what was working for them. I think they even got away from the run as well. Because Mostert, like I said, Mostert played very, very well this last half of the season, playoffs. He had one touchdown on 12 carries and 58 yards, but everyone else, Debo Samuel had three carries. Tevin Coleman had five on 28, no touchdowns. So I think that that run game is what kind of, they went away from it. And that or the Chiefs decided to stop the run. But, I mean, George, I mean, like I said, like everything kind of coincides with with each other. The run game is... Doing well, the show is George Kittle. George Kittle caught three passes. Let me double check here. Um, George Kittle. Because I have it written down here. I have notes today, guys. Four catches for 36 yards. And one of them was a pretty big one. Was over, it was, um, was called back for pass interference, which is a little ticky tacky. But, um, other than, I mean, other than that, I think, the, I thought the game was ref. Down the middle, ref very well. Hopefully, those guys got bonuses. I think they did a pretty good job refing, which you don't mean referees. Like you know, all season how it was, how it's been for me, how I thought that was trash. The referees have been trash all year, um, but they did a pretty good job. But yeah, all you know, they got away from it. Mostert, Coleman. I don't know if Breda would have done a whole lot. Um, for them, who knows? I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't even remember what happened to Brady, to be honest with you. Um, he's been hurt maybe possibly, but yeah, the chiefs are the comeback kids. I mean, they give you, I mean, imagine being a chief fan, just like, like they're losing, they're getting their butts whipped and all of a sudden they come back and it's like, Oh, that you, you want to talk about being unhealthy and watching them play like that right there would be the unhealthiest probably heart attack. I probably would have broken a couple ribs watching them. I like was nervous eating kind of for me because I was watching it with some friends and um, they're big chiefs fans and they were you know, just elated. They were just pumped. Um, but I was like, Oh my God, this is getting kind of, 
<laughs> it's getting kind of hairy. Like I said, I didn't want to be there if they lost, so thank God they won. And yeah, I, just, I was like nervous eating. I was like eating like, I remember it was a good dip. They had a good dip there. A couple ribs. Some, yeah, I remember. We'll talk about it soon. Jalapeno poppers. I eat like 10 of them. But yeah, um, Patrick Mahomes, your NFL Super Bowl 54 MVP. And well-deserved, man. I mean, dude, I don't. And, he, and that's a good story for old Patrick Mahomes is that one, you break the you break the Madden curse. That's a big deal. Two, you come back from that dislocated kneecap against the Broncos. And and three, I mean, people are like, oh, why you know, why would you take Mahomes first? You know, in your as your first pick in the draft. Why would you do that? Like, why would you even trade up for him? And old Andy Reid saw something in him. And was like, I want that kid as my quarterback. I think he eventually replaced Alex Smith, was it? I believe. Yeah, Alex Smith, and then ended up going to uh, Redskins. Um. Yeah, I remember. That. I remember when, because I even think he made. I don't know if it was made it first start or when he made it first plays, but I think it was against the Broncos. And I remember, like, dude, he's tearing the Broncos up. Like, what is this shit? Cause I like I've said this before. I see I saw him in college, and I was like, dude, he ain't like. There's no way. This guy's gonna be elites. In the NFL, and um, boy, was I wrong. He is the elite. He's the elite of the elite, best quarterback, right now in the league, over Lamar Jackson, over Tom Brady, um, over Jimmy G, definitely. It just I mean, it was kind of a cool story. Um. It's just cool to see them. People just, you just prove people wrong. I love when people do that. I love when people get proven wrong. And not only that, but you win the Super Bowl. You win Super Bowl MVP. You win the NFL MVP. Regular season MVP last year. And then, and just doing it the way they do, too. I mean, the comebacks. The athletic ability of Patrick Mahomes. The no-look passes. Just the flick. He has an arm like you. It's just, it's just pretty crazy. Um, I know a lot of people are hating People are like, oh, you're a Broncos fan. I was like, you got to respect it. You got to respect what you see right now. You don't know if you're ever going to see something like this again. Um, I caught a little bit, and I got to watch it, of the Mike Vick 30 for 30, the first, ep- the first episode. And I remember them talking about how, and I think it was Donovan McNabb, how, I remember Don McNabb being like, how they don't think that, Black quarterbacks are worth it and, um, you know, just don't have what it takes to be elite quarterbacks. And um, this is uh, this is like a good example of a black, you know, this is, the tides are turning. It's no more old school football. It's no more, oh, well, we're going to sit in the pocket and then uh, white quarterbacks. And it's not that like that anymore. Look around the league. Look at me. Black quarterbacks were in the playoffs. I want to say Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. And I think I'm missing one more. But I cannot remember. But either way, I mean, just take a look. I mean, just league's changing. There's You're going to see a whole lot more black quarterbacks as well. I still, I honestly think so. 
just the way it is. You're getting younger quarterbacks or you're getting younger coaches who have, oh, you who have, um, I was going to say Kyler Murphy was in the playoffs, but he wasn't in the playoffs. But you're going to get younger coaches now. You look, look at, like I said, look at like the last four coaches that are around. Very young, in their 40s, still very young. Even last year with Sean McVay. So you're going to see a big old time, you know, big old, it's not going to be your old school football that you're used to, you're used to watching. You're just not going to see that anymore. And I think it's pretty cool. I think it's exciting. I then a bigger reason to get younger referees because the game's just going to pass all these older referees up at hockey league. I think retired last year. Um, something like that. I think, um, one of the best referees you've ever seen at hockey. Remember, Ed Hockley is the one with the, the guns on him. Um, he's, you know, one of the best ever. Even pretty cool dude. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just just going to be different moving on, moving forward. And, and I'm excited. I mean, what do we have to look forward now? I mean, I don't know. Like, football's over. Super Bowl is amazing. Like, I figured it would be. I don't know how next year is going to look. There's a lot of things you have to look forward to. How will um, the Chiefs look and the Niners look? Let's start there. Because, you know, every year, the be- you know, some people, depending on where they're at in contract negotiations, can either resign or go somewhere else. Especially if they had a good year. Especially if they made it to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> All eyes are on the Super Bowl, and who knows? Patrick Mahomes is definitely going to get paid. There's no doubt about it. I think he's in his final year. They got to renegotiate, renegotiate, I believe. 250 mil, maybe? 250? Not 250. It's going to be 250, because that's how good it's going to feel. 50. Pay me, boy. They're going to have to pay Patrick Mahomes. He's. Gonna, I don't know where that's going to go. I don't know if it's going to go to his haircut. I don't know if we get dread. Like he should get dreads, man. He should fucking dread those. Not dreads, but like cornrows. I think he should. That's just me. I wish I could grow my hair out and do cornrows. I don't have the patience for that. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's been um, a great year. Jimmy G. I mean, I feel, we got a feel for Jimmy G. Jimmy G hurt last year. Couldn't return, come back, comes back this year, has an amazing season, and then just, you know, just loses in the Super Bowl, and then it's just got to hurt. That has to hurt. So you got to feel for him. I mean, he, just, he was this close. You were that close. You were a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl, and um, something didn't happen. You don't, I don't know where to put the blame, but whether it was coaching, whether it was playing, what are the players call playing? Like you don't know um, whether it was the Chiefs defense. Um, you got to feel for him, man. You got to feel for him. But they have a bright future. George Kittle and the best tight ends in the league. Debo Samuel, like I spe- like I spoke about earlier. Um, Mostert, amazing running back. You'll get. I don't know if they'll get Breda back. I don't know how that whole ordeal is going to go. Um, you're definitely going to have people wanting to play for the Niners, especially what um, you look at what John Lynch has done. That organization has done to turning it around, turning it around within three years. Um, 
going out getting Jimmy G first, all the draft picks. I mean, there's there's something positive there, and you're gonna start seeing a whole lot more. Like I said, the the landscape's gonna change. You're gonna start seeing a whole lot more um, former players becoming these GMs, um, just like John Elway did with the Broncos, and he's still doing right now. So you're gonna see a whole lot more of these. I think it makes sense. You you get people who know the game. When you get these these nerds who watch, you know, who watch football and think, oh yeah, I know, uh, I see talent. Like, oh, Jerry Jones shouldn't be a GM. I don't know if he is, still is. Old Jerry Jones shouldn't be a GM. Um, he needs to, um, yeah, just sell the team, bro. You're going to die soon. <laughs> you can just sell the team. Go in your yacht, bro. Just chill. Kick it. Go um, hang out with these uh, these uh, sexual co-eds. Live your life, man. Live your life. Um, yeah, I don't, don't know what. What's in the store? Um, we'll probably have to break that down moving forward. Maybe we'll see. Maybe next podcast we'll figure out. Are too early to look forward to football. Blah blah blah. Because you're not gonna get good football until about August. So what is it? February says so March, April, May, June, July, August. Six months. Um, that is six months for. Uh, let's see, there's baseball, basketball, and um, there's still is going to be football. Like I said, high-level football. There's going to be XFL football, which starts on Saturday. We'll talk about that soon. Um, there's definitely going to be fighting. By the way, it is fight week. I'm excited. John Bones Jones comes back um, on uh, Saturday the 8th. Fights Dominic Reyes, which we're definitely going to talk about in next episode. Um, but I'm excited. The GOAT, the greatest of all time, John Jones, pound for pound best. John Jones is fighting. And uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the scraps. And also, Valentina Shevchenko, the bullet Valentina Shevchenko is fighting as well. But one of my the, my favorite women fighters, uh, Valentina, she's so, uh, she's, oh, she's sexy. She speaks like three languages. She, spe- she spoke Spanish. Like when I first saw her and I was like, I thought she was Russian, but she's not Russian. She's something else. Something in that area, that Eastern European, English, Russian, like, I don't know, but it threw me off. I was tingling in places I didn't think I'd tingle when I see her. But we are, yeah, definitely excited. I mean, baseball is going to be full swing. uh, Pitchers are going to start reporting. Pitchers and catchers are going to start reporting. Um, By the way, I heard, speaking of next year, the Broncos aren't contention for... Hard Knocks, which I would love to see. That would be so cool. Um, but I don't know. I mean, there's like an entertainment factor there that if you take a look at, what's his name? Drew Locke. I think he might have, man. Drew Locke. He might have that little entertainment. We're, you're still you're kind of a young team. Uh, who knows? I love Hard Knocks. Can't wait for that to come back. But yeah, we're getting in the f- swing of like the f- second half of basketball. So this is the nitty gritty. This is when people start to show up. This is when you start the playoffs start shaping out. Um, can someone like Dame Lillard take, you know, the uh, Blazers into the playoffs? 
By the way, CJ McCollum hasn't done shit all year. CJ McCollum got paid all that. Paid all that money. I'm going to go on the rant. Got paid all that money. Went out and said, I don't want to be part of the U.S. men's national basketball team because I want to be healthy for this season. And hasn't done shit. If you guys listen to my first podcast for the Sports Plus Live podcast, you guys know that's trash. You haven't done a damn thing. I think Melo has done more in the short time he's been in Portland than CJ McCollum has. And then all of a sudden, Dame Diller is tra- Dame Diller, Dame Dalla, is what we're going to call him. We'll call him by his rap name. Dame Dalla is showing out. Um, showing out, scoring 50 plus game, 50 plus points, 45 plus points. And then all CJ McCollum's like doing what? Just grew a mustache? You know, like, what are you doing, player? Like, I don't, I'm not any, the game, all this, like, I'm not impressed. Like, I don't, I don't get that. You're a supreme athlete. You didn't want to get there. You didn't want to get your touches, by the way, in the men's national. Like, oh, there's a lot of people. Russ Westbrook, trash. I still think he's trash. So, you, they have to look themselves in the face. But will they get to the playoffs? Will the will the Trailblazers get the playoffs? Rockets probably will. Um, Lakers have a lot of um, expectations now. They're expected to get a, a championship um, for the city, for Kobe Bryant. I think it's going to be a lot to ask of them. I think so. I still think the Nuggets are going to be the top dogs in the West. I still think so. Once they're healthy, 100%, they are the best team team in the league. Um, they just beat the Bucks not that long ago. Best team in the East, I believe. So, lots to look forward still sports-wise. But... I still want to expand. Like I said, this is going to be Sports Plus Life. Sports Plus Life, I want more. I want... I want to talk about a little bit more other than just sports. So I'm going to ask you guys, the people, the seven of you that are listening, what should I talk about? What other stuff should I talk about? I need topics. I'll put it out there on um, Instagram, Twitter. By the way, you can find me on MRAKACO, Instagram and Twitter, and Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter. Um, moving forward and then youtube.com slash sports plus life as well so subscribe hit the little bell all of that and uh, we're going to do big things by the Super Bowl next year I want a million subscribers a million followers a million downloads a million everything it's a big task probably but we can do it you can do it so let's get it popping but kind of wrap things up here Uncle Edgar has a broken rib, I think. God, this hurts. Oh, shit. I wish I could have, like, x-ray myself. Why haven't they done that on these phones yet? Why haven't they done that? Just x-ray yourself, see if your shit's broken. I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, they, oh, that hurt. Um, who knows? Maybe that's the next thing. Maybe I'll invent that. Don't. I'm going to patent that right now. Don't, don't do that shit. Just kidding. I'm not smart enough. Um... Super Bowl is amazing. I'm gonna, a part of me is glad it's over. Um, for the simple fact that like this, like every episode has been football based, and I'm gonna expand out more. 
um, basketball, baseball. I'm going to learn more about baseball and learn more about hockey, of course. And then I'm definitely going to bring the football, the soccer aspect, and of course the MMA, boxing, fighting aspect of, of you know sports in general. So if you guys want to learn more about all that, I will teach you. I will learn you, except for baseball and hockey, but I'll learn you everything else. All right. So um, thank you for joining me. Short podcast, not a long one. I just want to talk about the Super Bowl. But next one, we're going to talk, definitely talk about um, XFL coming up. We're going to talk about um, the John Jones, Dominic Reyes fight coming up, UFC 247, I think. And um, probably going to bring up some basketball and some soccer. So tune in. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Like sports, but it doesn't have to be sports related. I'm not, I ain't talking about Lizzo. Let me, let me holler at me about Lizzo. All right. I used to like big girls until Lizzo came around. I don't like them no more. All of them think they have to shake their ass to get attention. Ah, stick your tongue out. Ah. Like, I don't like that shit. All right. We're not talking about Lizzo. Um, no Kardashians, no politics. Other than that, no reality TV. I don't watch reality TV anymore. It hasn't been cool since the first one real world. That shows you how old I am. Real World was the first reality TV show. Road Rules. Shit was cool, but now it's not cool anymore. I tried out for Real World once. Tidbit. Uh, me and my friend Mo and then his uh, lady at the time. Tried out. Then we went to like Vail or some shit like that. I can't remember. It was stupid. People were like, oh yeah, intellectually, I uh, intellectually, I want to uh, stimulate uh, this, uh, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. I don't get it. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Episode number 23, the Broken Rib the broken rib episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. And Michael Jordan, flu game equivalent. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me. Remember, Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram and Twitter, and then uh, YouTube.com slash Sports Plus Life. And uh, I will see you guys in a few days. Um, try to drop an episode on YouTube. So, uh, like another vlogish thing. Anyways, I'm going to go. Me and my broken rib are going to go. Got to go to work. Let.